Tech to the power of five. Tech to the power of five. With Simon Dingle. And three, four, triple, five. One random message, free SMSs don't apply, or hashtag tech five on Twitter, because our friend Simon Dingle is here. Hello, buddy. Hey. How's it going? Good on you, man. Good. Simon wants to talk today about one of my favorite things in the whole world. Oh, F- do I? FTTH. Yes, that's right. I oh. do. Fiber to the home. So Vodacom is rolling this out all over South Africa. Nice. Uh, if you go to mybroadband.co.za, we shout them out a lot, but that's because they're good at what they do. Uh, yeah. They've got a whole story about where you can start thinking about getting Vodacom's fiber to the home, and that's raised a whole lot of questions this week again about is fiber the, to the home worth it? Um, yes. How does it compare to ADSL and all the you, other you, options? It's not even there. a comparison. You're not even playing the same sport. Well, you've got fiber to the home, Rob. So I was tell one us. of the first people in the country. Our neighborhood was one of the, the chosen ones in the country to have fiber to the home yeah. um it, it was it's ludicrous rob lives in a in an affluent part of johannesburg because mm. he's rich <laughs> it's it was <laughs> ridiculous i did a full xbox update 1.7 odd gigs mm-hmm. i did a download of new osx for my macbook yeah um i downloaded a couple of series and i updated a tablet yeah it was 12 gigs in total and it took me about 32 minutes. Nothing wrong with that. So no? so he has a few things to think about. Firstly, a lot of people go, I'm on ADSL, I wish I could get fiber. Yes. Well, yes, theoretically fiber is better, but the reality in South Africa is that a lot of the service providers that offer fiber have to throttle it back. So the theoretical limit on, on like download speeds on fiber is just about unlimited. We don't know how much you can send at the speed of light. Like it's, it's possible that we could get up to gigabytes per second over the same lines. But right now- Could send enough that my router slowly glows and catches yeah. fire. But right now, looking at the cost of operating the core networks etc like you're realistically going to deal with the same sort of speeds that you have on the upper end of ADSL like 10 megabits per second uh, 20 megabits per second like you know those are the kind of speeds that you're looking at even though fiber can do better so a really good ADSL connection like a VDSL connection could be as good as an entry-level fiber connection where it's never as good though is upload speeds because ADSL you're always going to have less of an upload speed than you have download speed so that's why you'll be on a Skype call with somebody they'll look great to you and you'll look gack to them ah, <laughs> because, got you. because your upload gotcha. isn't as good as, as your download but when you're doing things like downloading movies playing games the, the kind of consumption stuff that we generally do on the internet you won't notice much of a difference so ADSL is not the worst thing in the world but unfortunately a lot of the ADSL lines in South Africa are old and neglected and the copper's rusted and it's yeah. not great and then you have a really bad experience I've also got a feeling that the kind of money you will lay out for high-end ADSL would be more than you would lay out for low-end fiber and probably get a better connection. Kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I get that feeling, the, yeah. but I'm, I'm, look, I'm not claiming to you, I'm an expert, Simon will know more <laughs> about this. No, but and that's absolutely true, dude. So the prices become become um, comparable. Obviously, the guys have to install the fiber and they need to offset that cost, etc. But you're right. So so ADSL is, 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 is not the worst thing in the world. And in fact, in a lot of places, it might be your best option, especially fiber isn't there. Uh, a lot of people have asked me about using things like LTE connections on Vodacom or MTN or telecom as opposed to ADSL or fiber of course the speeds on LTE are way beyond even what a lot of the fiber providers are offering right now you can you know? get really silly up there you can get crazy on LTE the problem you know is the data is so expensive that's the problem is it's expensive so it all comes down to what you're doing if you download like two movies every night and you watch tons of Netflix then you probably don't want to do that over a cellular connection you want your ADSL line or your fiber but if all you're doing is sending emails and stuff for work and maybe doing some web browsing then sure go it's like it's it's with so many things in life it's the irony right you've got yeah. the fastest connection in the world but it's so expensive you can't really do anything on it i'll tell you what um 
was my personal thing. I I used to be one of those people when you have a, a reasonable connection, you end up downloading a lot of things to yeah. keep. Yeah. Once you have fast internet, you just stream everything. everything. It, it completely changes how you go online. And having f- fast upload speeds changes a lot of your behavior yeah. as well. Like you know, you you don't worry about leaving Dropbox running, for example, and syncing your files up into the cloud. You you start backing your photos up to Google Photos and stuff like that because who cares that I have to push 20 gigs up today, etc. It does change your behavior a lot. So I've had both fiber and ADSL. Uh, switching between the two, like I moved from a house that had fiber to one that doesn't and only has ADSL. And I'm quite happy with everything except I miss that part of, of the equation. Being able to just like go, yeah, sure, I'll send you a 20 gig file over Dropbox. No yeah. worries. Okay. Any Q&A we can help you with, 34555 is the SMS line number. We'll cost you a rand. Free messages don't apply. Or you can tweet us on the hashtag Tech5. Tech to the power of five. Tech to the power of five. With Simon Dingle. Tech to the power of five. We're Q&Aing at the moment. My boy Simon Dingle is here. So hashtag Tech5 on Twitter. 34555 SMS cost you a rand. Free messages do not apply. Let's start with this question from Anonymous Dingle. Okay, hit me. Upskilling yourself online. Upskilling yourself online Where? is the best time ever. So I recommend that you Google MOOC, M-O-O-C, um, for to find online courses. And it's amazing what's out there. Some of the top universities in the world, like Stanford and Berkeley, they offer full courses in just about anything you want to learn online for free. And you can go and get qualified in something without paying very much money at all. And there's a revolution happening in education, and it's very exciting to me. Uh, also, if you're on Apple products and you've got iTunes, check out iTunes U. There's a lot of great university content, like full courses, lectures. You can watch the videos. You can get the course work and it's all available largely for free on iTunes U. So you can school yourself on just about anything online now for if not free then very close to it or a lot less than you'd pay like five, ten years ago. Also check out lynda.com. Lynda isn't free, you pay a subscription but they have the best video courses on anything. You want to learn how to do Photoshop, you want to learn how to code, you want to learn how to grow indoor hydroponic gardens. Like it doesn't matter what you want to be schooled on, you can go to lynda.com and get schooled. And I'm passionate about this because your ability to earn money is about what you know, who, not who says you know what you know. Yeah. Okay. I want a hydroponic Fever. garden inside my house. <laughs> Growing what, Fixie? Orchids. I don't know. Tomatoes. I'm not sure yet. Actually, food Veggies. makes sense. Makes food, a lot of food sense. security, yo. Watch yeah. out. 10 years. That's a far less interesting answer than I thought I was going to make. <laughs> <laughs> Jared says, um, well, basically, he wants to be a Twitch TV star. Uh huh. From South Africa, yeah. uploading and streaming video and so on, especially from within games, is difficult. It is because of internet connectivity. Uh, does, does he need fiber? And is ping going to be a problem? So yes, ping is going to be a problem, and fiber is your best option. Look for for Twitch to be okay. Like 600k's to one meg upload is all right. So what that means is, unfortunately, on most ADSL connections, you're not going to be sending quality out there. And fiber or LTE is your best bet. Obviously, LTE is expensive, as we were saying before. So for streaming up especially on things like Twitch you really you really want to look at fiber if you can okay um, here's another one from anonymous refurbished MacBook Pros versus new ones 
Well, that really depends. So, you know, if you look at at, at the at, at what you can do with with processors and GPUs right now, it's not like ten years ago where every year the the new processors would be twice as fast. They're getting incrementally better. So, if you pick up a MacBook Pro now that's two or three years old, I think for most people doing what they do on a daily basis, they actually wouldn't notice the difference in performance over the brand new ones. So, uh, I would say look at the price, and if there's a big price difference, then I would think hard about getting a refurbished MacBook Pro, uh, unless you're right at the cutting edge of like video production or coding yeah you're probably going to be fine all right ash honey on twitter says um late question but are we ever going to get the old facebook for blackberry back this new one sucks i don't know um, no i doubt it you're still using a blackberry what? <laughs> oh, i knew you, you were get a new blackberry that runs android and then knew you can have facebook you for android rude. Uh, i'm not being rude dude <laughs> like he still rocks a berry not even blackberry uses blackberry anymore <laughs> Grant wants to know um, ADSL versus direct line of sight Wi-Fi. So that, again, is a difficult question to ask because it depends on the direct line of sight Wi-Fi. So this is something that you'll find in a lot of rural areas in South Africa, especially where you don't have ADSL as an option, but you can get those kind of microwave dishy looking things. I I read somewhere that some group of people out Pretoria East have set up a huge network of these things and they're oh, getting dude, ridiculous. The wireless seats. user groups in South Africa are massive and Why these guys do amazing these? things. Wags. We should get some of the WAG guys in because they're passionate about what they do. They do awesome things and they've set up ad hoc networks where they share content, where they game online and it's uh, it's 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 basically a ring fence network and the guys who are on it have the best time. A WAG. Yeah. But uh, but but to, but you can get kind of these these direct line of sight Wi-Fi connections and it all depends on who's giving it to you because that's a way of solving what we call the last mile connection. It's how you connect to your service provider, but how your service provider connects to the rest of the world is going to impact your speeds and your experience as well so uh long story short it depends on who you're with but in general it can be comparable to adsl i'm yet to see one that's quite as good as adsl all right dude we will leave it right there thank you very much appreciate it as always cool and we will upload uh, as a podcast as usual you can go and check out 5fm.co.za for all the tech fives and all the stuff we've chatted about simon dingle leaving the house ciao tech to the power of five tech to the power of five with simon dingle wait let me help you this is the bonus content for the tech to the power of five podcast thank you simon rob forbes's phone is (laughs) getting involved we're talking about um education stuff today the big one was khan academy that's the first one i remember reading about and hearing about and i checked it out i even signed up at some stage um and it was interesting because that was like school stuff that's basically from grade one they will literally teach you how to add and subtract and I saw the final But it's old school like in South Africa because we had Rocket Will Smith. Science. Do you remember Will Smith? On TV. On SABC. And he would have, his hands were always full of cookie. And yes, he'd be drawing on the screen. Him. And he would like help you with your maths. <laughs> with your maths homework. <laughs> Khan Academy is basically the same thing on YouTube if you think so about it. So that's school stuff. School stuff, yeah. Um, and then university, you touched on Linda and a whole bunch of other ones. Yeah, so Linda, L-Y-N-D-A dot com. You can learn anything on Linda. There are some really good online courses that are very focused. So in previous uh, episodes of the podcast, we've mentioned codeacademy.org, for example. Yeah. Uh, you can go and learn to code Java or something very quickly. Coding's almost become like one of those things you have to know. If you want to be a future human, you probably yeah. need to know at least how it works. And that's why I'm so excited about Swift for iPad. This uh, is one of the things that Apple announced at the uh, 
WWDC this month um, is that they're going to have a Swift app for iPad that's going to make it very fun and engaging for kids to learn coding and, and for adults too who are getting into it for the first time. And I'm pretty excited about that. I think, you know, I'm not saying that coding is, 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 is more important than anything else, but I think in this day and age, kids learn science, they learn geography, they learn history, and I really think that, that computer programming is one of the things they have to learn now. Yeah. It's like it should be there next to history and science and maths. And it it should be a little more mainstream than, than the super nerds with the big glasses yeah. in the computer club. And of course, education's always, you say what you want about Apple, you can't fault them on their education strategy. They're very good at facilitating education. iTunes use an example of that, but Swift for iPad, it really does take the, the basics and the, and, and the philosophy of, of programming and make it something that kids actually want to do. How do we... Yeah, I suppose it's difficult. If, for example, you go and do some of these online courses through an Ivy League school, at, yeah. the, at the end of the day, the thing that matters is the piece of paper that says, I went here, I you did think this so? thing. Be- because businesses it, are old school like that. It's going to take a long time to change that but, mindset. But it depends on the kind of business, Rob. So, so look, I, I, I run development teams and I hire engineers. And to hire an engineer, I don't give a crap which university they went to or what piece of paper they got. I give them homework. <laughs> and that's the only way you hire a developer, right? Um, we give them we give them um, logic challenges to solve, and we yeah. watch them solve it. So one of the ways we do this is we we um, do an interview on Skype, and we say, okay, open up a Google Doc. Now the nice thing about Google Doc is you can watch somebody typing in real time. Yeah. So we know they can't like go and Google the answers, etc. Yes. And we give them a challenge. We like, how would you take this array and optimize it with these variables, etc. And we actually watch them write the code in real time. This isn't something I do myself because I'm more really important as that. a developer <laughs> no not at all but but this is how um the guys i work with this is how we hire our developers is we sit and we watch them write code in real time now if that developer's learned what he learned to do um started off on linda inevitably they've had to teach themselves at some point i don't give a crap what the paper says i need to know that they can do the job what if i want to be a biologist or well, an accountant. But you see, it, it's, it, the interesting thing in technology is we, we learn things in the world, worlds of computer programming and the methodology around sort of agile software development. And then we learn that you can apply those to anything. Yeah, so like true. with lynda.com, you can learn design, you can learn biology, you can learn just about anything using the same kind of framework and methodology that we use for computer programming. So uh, it, it's starting to happen now. Yes, computer programming is probably the easiest thing to learn online, but it's starting to happen across all fields. Do you think our kids are going to go to school or are they just going to sit at home and watch YouTube classrooms of virtual people? Dude, and unfortunately, they're still going to go to school and they're still going to use a bank because it takes humanity at least five decades <laughs> to get its head around anything. They won't need to is the point. But they still Simon will. Dingle. <laughs> dude, thank you very much. Uh, we'll chat to you next week. Cheers, dude. Cheers, brother. Tech to the power of five. Tech to the power of five. With Simon Dingle.